listening to mutinyradio.fm in .sf. It is a Wednesday. It is high noon. It is time for the CPCL Choose Poetry, Choose Life reading. I've got the Zoom up. You can hear him in the background. We've got Andy Talbot. We've got uh, Leslie Constable today. We're going to be scratching her work. We've got the regulars on board. Super excited about it. I've got new work. I'm excited. We're going to... Put on a little bit of uh, music, and then we'll be right back here with Choose Poetry, Choose Life. Zooming all the way from Glasgow, Scotland, via Edinburgh, via San Francisco, via everywhere. There's, it's an international reading, so I'm excited every week, every other week when we do it. And we're part of the Edinburgh Fringe this year, so hell yeah. Look for that in August. All right, put some music on. We're going to be right back. Just, just. to be back anyway i've got a brand new poem that i finished this afternoon for you that is fresh oh steaming fresh hot off off the press steaming fresh i'm rhyming (laughs) everything today it's really annoying (laughs) hey mutiny radio listeners and Everyone out there in Zoom land, we've got Choose Poetry, Choose Life today with your host, Andy Talbot. Yay! Hi. <laughs> um, yeah, so I haven't, I haven't done this in a while. Um, it's normally Aaron hosts and I just show up towards the end. Um, but yeah, uh, this is Choose Poetry, Choose Life. Thanks for coming. Um, don't be a dick is the rule. Uh, that, that is literally it. Um, yeah, uh, so the first half is going to be open mic. We have 10 people for open mic. Um, and then we're going to take a little break and then we're going to do Scratch uh, with Leslie Constable, which I've never really done before because I've always missed it. Um, but basically, they, they'll bring a poem, read it to us, and then they'll ask questions that they want feedback on. Uh, and then if we can just, in terms or whoever's willing or wanting to say anything, just, yeah, just answer the questions as, as close to what they actually asked as, as possible. And uh, yeah, um, don't be a dick. Don't, I, I don't think anyone here would be. Just, you know, like, just tell them your feelings while being nice about it, I guess. Um, and that's just something that you really feel it shouldn't be there, you know, which I, I doubt there will be anything like that, but yeah. Anyway, I'm rambling, which is what I do, which is why Erin normally hosts. <laughs> so, uh, we're going to kick off with... Uh, AJ, are you good to go first? Uh, she's muted, so... Cool. Um, sorry. Yeah, all right, yeah. Literally went out to get my glasses. Okay. Um, I was going to do two. Uh, if that's yeah, okay. that's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Um, so first of these, 
is uh, these, these are actually both quite old. I've recently, with all the stuff that's been in the news lately and uh, various other things, um, I've gradually came to realize that my recent attempt for a few years to uh, get off the uh, shouting about trans rights uh, stuff uh, train uh, was a mistake because it turns out people still continue being dickheads to trans folks. Uh, so um, this is a poem I wrote uh, back in 2013 and I thought at the time that I would probably have to eventually uh, retire it from my set because, uh, you know, it would become irrelevant and it hasn't yet. So this is called the bathroom thing. Am I taking up space you thought you had reserved? Am I making my face too at home in your world, impinging a little too much on your scene? Do you think that my motive here may be obscene? Then I'll clue you in to my nefarious scheme. I'm being. That's all I'm here for. I don't want to fuck. I'm not turned on by urine. Knock off toilet duck in the presence of numerous tampon machines are not really a feature of my lewdest dreams. I'm here to perform an act of micturition. And I'd like to be left alone for the duration exactly as you would. I'll not hassle you. Shout out, good God, a cis woman having a poo in here. We thought blossoms fell out of your asses. Turns out there's not much difference between lads and lasses, except in here there isn't much chance of a massive transphobic bastard deciding to please how I gender express with his fists and his knees. Not that ladies are safer. Ask Chrissy Lee Polis. And we mustn't forget... This is where Cheryl Cole lives, though as I'm not black, I guess I'm safe from her, uh, which is a reference to Will I Am, not, well, you know. Will that do, Mr. Lawyer? Reckon so? Sweet. Getting sued would mean I couldn't pay for my beat and I'm too fat for shoplifting. Right then, where were we? Ah, yes, this perception that it's somehow pervy to pee in a toilet at one with one's gender. Well, get this down. Turns out not one sex offender has ever decided, not one man, not ever to engage in an act of a willing cross-dressing to smuggle their wicked bits over the threshold to contribute to the continued oppression of women through raping and sexual violence. Not one case, one instance, but you do the science search for cases where women like me are assaulted for daring to do what we do in these toilets. If you find just two cases, you'll find two times more than these mythical rapists, but it's not about scores. It's about this. You see, there's a lock on this door. And outside, there's a world where each day of my life I wake honestly not knowing if I'll survive. Whether someone will kill me or I'll just give in to this feeling of not being at home in my skin, to the verbal abuse and the threats of real beatings, the press which, despite Levison, despite Wheating, still wheels out girls like me to be pantomime villains, bringing smiles to the eyes of the folks who would kill us, and kill us they do. Check the TDOR website for how many murders there are every year, every year, every year, every year, every... Look, there's the lock. I should feel safe behind it. I'm not here on the proud ear. I'm here because I'm hiding. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks. And this is a poem that I wrote a couple of years later, 
uh, and it was uh, it was a, after a, a period of a couple of months when, at the time, I was uh, working as deputy editor of an online LGBT magazine, and uh, we were covering uh, a story uh, in which a woman called Tamika Brents had said some transphobic stuff about Fallon Fox, the trans MMA fighter. And as a result of this, I was getting uh, a lot of uh, spicy uh, private messages on Facebook from various uh, MMA fans. Um, and this is a poem I wrote after all that uh, was over. It's called Unstoppable. Don't call me unstoppable because of what poisoned my veins. Don't call me unstoppable because you maintain that I have a male frame. Don't call me unstoppable because girls like us all have big hands. Don't call me unstoppable because I used to be a man because the truth is you've Never seen deceleration till you've seen a trans girl breaking, asking why she's been forsaken through a face of running makeup, defeated and retreating from the space we're told we take up, re reeling from repeated sneaky it's me, not you breakups, anticipating beatings from the moment that we wake up, wise up. Size up whose statistics really favor. We're more Miss Elizabeth than Big Van Vader. You get away with hitting us by claiming we're a danger. Say our inexistence should be morally mandated, leaving me inquisitive on why we're highly gate kept. Who crept through the hospital doors, slipping past the smokers outside, bypassing the wards? Who got to board level and kissed some corporate arse and got to set the obstacles that we all have to pass? Do you think I'm paranoid? Well, call me Shirley Manson, because I fought with the dysmorphia that tells me I'm not handsome and coped with self-congratulators who think I should thank them for using the right pronouns when they message me one-handed, and this, and that, and a hundred other things. I've been knocked flat a dozen times with suffering, called bitch, called fat, always called that other thing. Everybody and their cat thinks I could use some humbling. Is it any wonder that I sometimes feel I'm stumbling and I will stumble? I will fall, and I will rise up anyway, and I will fucking howl, and that's not because I'm stronger, and it's not because I'm hard, it's not because blunt trauma hurts less when your tissue's scarred, it's not that I'm a mutant, some majestic weirdo freak, it's not even because I have a flawless rhyme technique, no, if I can seem unstoppable, it's because of the things I've been through, if you must call me unstoppable. It's because what tried to stop me was you. And uh, there you go. Thanks. Thank you. Woo! Oh, thank you, AJ. That was fucking amazing. Um, yeah. I loved everything about that. I mean, apart from the fact that it still needs to be said, you know. It's, mm. it's not fucking difficult, you know what I mean? Like, but it is. Um, but yeah, people are fucking dicks, that's why. Anyway, most people, not all people, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, you know, it needs, yeah, it needs to fucking change. Anyway, we'll be on that all night. And, well, fuck, if only it could just be an overnight thing. Uh, anyway, we're going to move on to... I should really... Yeah, John Wessex here. So we'll go to John. 
Hey, Andy. Um, I well, I have uh, another comedy sketch here, and uh, I'm wondering if I can have uh, three volunteers to act out the parts, preferably somebody who can do an Australian accent. <laughs> now, this is different. I wasn't expecting this. Yeah, who, who wants to go for that? Who wants to go for that? No. Anybody? Australian accent. Isn't the Australian here? The Australian's not here today? I guess not. Uh, uh, Scottish will work pretty good. Hey, Andy, you want to be? Uh, you want to? You want to be in my uh, my 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 little event here? Um, what do I need to do? Just read the lines and uh, let me share. Let me share a screen. Let's let's do maybe uh, maybe Andy and who wants to be Michael? Would you like to be Ryan, the FBI agent? Yeah, I can do that. Okay, fair enough. So, uh, tell you what, uh, Ryan, the FBI, uh, Ryan, newcomer, the novice FBI agent is um, uh, Michael. Andy is going to be Platypus Jack Wellington. Uh, I will be the narrator who will read the things, the stage directions that are in parentheses. And also, I will come in as uh, Claude Francais, the uh, fresh French weapons scientist at the end here. Now, let's see if I can share my screen. Hold on. Yeah, you should be able to do now. What the fuck have I got myself into here? Okay. Everybody see it? Um, okay, so ready to roll. The stuff in the parentheses is just uh, stage direction. You won't read that. I'll read that as the, as the narrator. Ryan sits in front of a device and speaks to Platypus Jack over his smartphone. Sounds like what you have there is a one megaton nuclear bomb, probably of North Korean origin. Can you send me a picture? I joined the FBI for adventure, but didn't expect this on my first day. He takes a picture with his smartphone and emails it. Here you go. Didn't come through. Radiation probably fried your camera. Radiation? Yeah, that's the least of your worries, mate. If this beast goes off, it'll blow a hole 10 miles wide in San Francisco and contaminate the Western United States for centuries, but no worries. I'm the best there is. I've diffused hundreds of these devices from Yongbyon to Negev Desert. Don't know that place, sorry, bud. Okay. Yeah, before we start, you might want to hit the Dunny. <laughs> I mean, I'm supposed to be doing an Australian accent here. Or get yourself a bit of tucker. I find the tall, black, and some pitch break. Demi really settling nerves. Once we begin, you'll have six minutes to disarm the fuse before the device detonates. I'm ready. Just opening up my lappy here, yes. Take your torque wrench to 15 newton meters and remove the boards attaching the first plant to the frame. Let's play it. Torque wrench? I only have a Swiss army knife. Oh, that'll definitely do. Shame to strip the bolts, though. Got it. Cover. Got it. What next? Good on you. Now, the first thing you're going to do is disable the reactor attached to the WM bridge. Oh, these are words. You'll find it behind the worm gear, by the mule block. These are genuinely words. A mule block? Yeah, you can't miss it. It's about the size of a stubble holder and it looks a little like a bandicoot bomb. Awesome. What's a bandicoot? Bell tones. What the hell was that? Oh, nothing, mate. Just to remind it to pick up my ankle bite after... Ki I can't say that word. Oh, after kindy. I'm guessing that means kindergarten. And take it to Macca's. 
a Bandicoot's bomb looks a little like the planetary gears on a synchro mesh transmission. You do work on cars, don't you? No, I'm more of a computer guy. Sounds start coming from the device. Oh my god, something's happening. Oh, it's just the island sequence. Oh, we're moving. You still got a fair go. If your kangaroos are loose in the top paddock as far as cars go, picture is then a diode attached to a flyback supply. I can't understand a word you're saying. If you don't get me someone who can explain, San Francisco will be a smoking hole in the ground in less than two minutes. No worries, mate. She'll be apples. I've got a colleague here who can help. I'll put him on the phone. Bonjour, monsieur. Quel est le problème? Thank you very much, everybody, and give a big hand to my acting company here, Andy. <laughs> there. That was that was different. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, thanks very much, guys. Oh fucking hell! I'm sweating bullets here. <laughs> All right, cool. That was that was awesome. <laughs> right, so next we're gonna go to. Michael, who is here, because they just took him back. There we go. Um, all right, well, um, I'm going to read three things. Um, but the first of them is um, a kind of freely associative poem about the color yellow, because yellow was the theme um, of a recent call for a magazine. But um, I've modeled it slightly on a Frank O'Hara poem called Why I'm Not a Painter. So I'll read that first, and then you'll see from the title and the poem roughly what the similarities are. So this is Why I'm Not a Painter. I. Oops. I am not a painter, I am a poet. Why? I think I would rather be a painter, but I am not. Well, for instance, Mike Goldberg is starting a painting. I drop in, sit down and have a drink, he says. I drink, we drink, I look up. You have sardines in it. Yes, it needed something there. Oh. I go and the days go by and I drop in again. The painting is going on and I go and the days go by, I drop in. The painting is finished. Where's sardines? All that's left is just letters. It was too much, Mike says. But me, one day I'm thinking of a color orange. I write a line about orange. Pretty soon it is a whole page of words, not lines. Then another page. There should be so much more, not of orange, of words of how terrible orange is and life. Days go by, it is even in prose. I am a real poet. My poem is finished and I haven't mentioned oranges yet. It's 12 poems, I call it oranges. And one day in a gallery, I see Mike's painting called Sardines. Um, and Mike Goldberg is an abstract expressionist friend of Frank O'Hara who I think did make some painting about sardines, or at least some image with the word sardines in it. Um, so this is my kind of response to that, which is called, Why I'm Not a Chef. I can't make curry, why? I use too much turmeric, 
Everything was yellow. I added saffron, which made things worse. In the bowl, there can only be one yellow. You can't take out any yellow. Though yellow is a spice, I go on adding hues till the dish does not taste like sunlight. In paintings, there are all yellows. Emily Dickinson was right to say that yellow is the exceptional color in nature, the one to use with care and caution. This is what I mean by tending my palette with amenable delicacy. I start to paint. I can't find any yellow. I try to make paint from turmeric, but I've not planned it. On Google, I find poems about yellow. There is more yellow in poetry than there is daylight yellow when out in the park every day. Weeks go by, I have only a page of words. There is no means to distinguish yellow except with red, blue, and green fruit. One day, I think of outlining a big blank shape. I fill it with yellow. I try to imagine post-internet pastoral but only rewrite the Coldplay song I know from Teen Days of Yore. I start to go through the poems John Clare reminds me about, The Yellow Hammer. I continue on Google to seek yellow birds to write poems about. Some ornithologists disagree with Emily Dickinson about how much yellow feels good in nature. I try too hard to use yellow in a dessert. I make a plate called Yellow Fever using gold leaf and misted lemons. I consider writing about mellow yellow sweetness, but instead I leave a note about trying to find yellow naturally and with love. Um, and I'll just read, um, I'll, I'll just read two more, which were both um, uh, inspired by, um, which were inspired by workshops in the stay at home fringe or still at home fringe. Um, the first one is from um, the two-hour workshop for Orange, um, the two-hour anthology workshop for Orange Apple Press run. So you then have a weekend after doing it to write something, and you end up with um, something that kind of has that spontaneity, something you could have edited a lot more. Um, so this is called Cave Allegro Chill. I gather flowers in a cave failing crest in things that hold other happy, saying what does not need to be said of height and hollow in the things that name what geologists and botanists disprove as challenge to moderate science. Their bold assemblies during gloaming show trees season for natural years of cave keepers in Shakespeare's winter, brightness notwithstanding the anthropole. Approval weans itself from trivia, for at the time caves spoke to differ lag mites from high lactites. Tempter forgot to verify dates rubber stamp. Confessions archived in Altamira omit the, the collective hands move to self convincing. Laconic analysis fears it is missing every cave weaver's promise. Amniotic birth when landlord seems to expend cave symposia. Mirrors still show no musk colony on Mars. Reason is that when cave squeezed high above ground, it was satisfied by cave light. From thence it constructs jamais vu space. Nominally less squeamish about entering each cave to do philosophy, flora and fauna pretend knowing is this aseemic attitude to a cave eating its cave as well. 
on ending the cave enclosures, a body electric recalls conditional glissandos, simultaneously cave music. All the spontaneous cassettes exude pink Mendelssohn striations, validating world coming about as soon as when stuff matters, at end of dot. Sometimes tetchy about caving, lactose toleration carves in, only to relent when cave releases. Cave itself gathers to adjectives which concern keeping novelty under the sun awake. Still auspice winks at cave's notice. Um, and if there's still time, I'll just read one more, which is um, to celebrate the anti-poem workshop that Colin- Yeah, go for it. Um, and it's just called Anti-Poem Poem. If I find an anti-poem, then it's there in the street, antagonizing quicksilver of spoons to say, poets are unacknowledged lemonade. I know I'm being as inconsistent as debt, naming itself to unbidden munificent soap. To see something for a first time is to remind you of the last having of it. So you put yourself next to the exciting union of music and poetry. I get tired of trying to listen in and out of what might be being brilliant. I hate that when brash expectations lineate me to the brilliant. To identify the outlets is simply to let in the things. If I tried to send myself through reciprocity, it's because I find, found time to do so. To state unstudied insouciance in a poem is a thing beside a rose in a thing. To know about oversensitivity is to hold on to the contradictory encouragement of not delivering outrage in time to contradictions, rage, urbanity of night. If I'm evading the monsoon, then it's from tendency to say nation when I actually mean vagabond, which is like trying to see future as being nearly recent in the past. So I keep trying to make anti-poems from precarious contracts of misspelled covet letters. To be fair, this does not quite work, FYI. I love all those poets recycling things they thought they had done well. The trash, if I shared with you every time I found hairs split with sin in the pages of the NLB or the TLS, it would be bad. But if we rewrite all our poems, with anti-poems, nothing goes wrong. Um, cheers, and then, um, yeah, I'm hoping that it might be something else that has come out of the Stay Still at Home Fringe to come. Awesome. No, thank you for coming, that was awesome. Uh, oh, cool. So next we're gonna go to Crow. Wonderful. Give me two seconds. I'm just going to move everyone. Sorry. There we go. So I can stand up. Because this uh, is a lot easier when I can stand up. Hello. Happy Pride Month, everyone. Oh, I'm actually, you know, visible for a month. This is really weird. Uh, anyway, yes, I've got three poems for you. Two are really short. One's brand new. I'm going to start with Testimony from the Kitchen Wars. When war was declared, we all stood around confused. Such violent acts are not unheard of, but when kitchenware revolts, we all found a need to take stock. 
restaurant jobs were no longer designated safe. The dish ran away with the spoon, but we were missing things. Kitchen vernacular became a curse, and the curse of stride of an errant dish cloth became something to fear. The oven can be quite the adversary when given the chance. The trenches were stocked with tins of beans and evaporated milk. Packets of crisps and curly whirlies. Our way of life simplified down to the hunt for the next bowl of cornflakes. Resistance is futile when they hamstring your ability to create. Alas, we are all doomed. All hail the automatic scales. Long live the autocracy of the wisp. Your pizza is ready. You sit. Glued. A war's on flashing through your head until it burns. Thank you. That was the first one. Don't burn the pizza. Ah. Now I'm going to do the second one when I find it. There we go. Cool. Wicked. Awesome. This is our chemical formula. The law of equivalent exchange dictates that something of equal value must be lost in order to create. Which is why when I broke this off, I made nothing. Now, by the laws of the universe, that isn't allowed, so I have to face the truth with nothing but my wits. Surplus to requirements, but an old tool with a kit I'm too quick to fall back on. In my dreams, you forgive me. Transmute fear into relief as a shout into the void. That endearing call of nothingness, where the weight of being alive is suspended, floating, and completely avoidable. Thank you, that was my second one. Time for my third one. Uh, if you like what I do, I have a book. I have a boo. It's uh, I Am A Thing Of Rough Edges. None of the poems I'm doing tonight are in it, but they're all really good. Uh, it's from Whiskey and Beards. I'll put a link in the chat when I'm done. This is my last poem. It's brand new. I finished it this afternoon. I'm not sure how this is going to go, but feedback would be appreciated. This is Softcore. I... I'm a serial blusher. Beats have been known to turn shades of me when flattered. I treasure softness, but I'm not as soft as I'd like to be. I've got edges carved out of need, but I won't let these scars define me. Physically, I'm a great big pillow. And if you fall asleep on me, you'll have one of the best nights of rest in your life. But inside I'm all barbed wire and spite Built from regrets and frights Fortune, illness and strife Palace on the edge of a knife And I'm getting sick of this fight Because sadness feels like dying Anger feels like killing Distance feels like leaving And joy feels explosive Love feels like losing control Loss feels like dying Happiness feels unbearable And normality feels like nothing at all <sighs> Fuck it 
Push it into fifth gear. Yeah, and you're gonna F gear on the end of my sphere. Cause now you're in my sphere. You're gonna know that I'm here. My face is still fixed with this sneer. We're making this all so queer, and now we're on our way, dear. On the highway to the cuddle zone to prove that you are never alone. So get up from prom, we're gonna make this our own. We're gonna prove to everyone that softness is homegrown. Cultivated by strength. I am exhausted by strength. I dream of never being called resilient again. I am softness, and I want ease. And I am a serial blusher. I treasure every shade that I turn. I am a kaleidoscope in every way that matters. Because I am alive. And it feels good. Thank you very much. I have Yay! been Karud. That's been wonderful. You've all been great, even though you've been quiet. Fine. Links are going in the chat. Sorry for the sudden jump of stuff. Good night. Yay! Oh, thank you so much for coming back. That was fucking incredible. Thank you for having me. This has been great. Yeah. Hopefully, see you again soon. Oh, hang on. Haven't you got something to something else to mention? Oh, fuck, yeah. I'm uh, <laughs> doing a Pride Month version of uh, Sad Poets Doorstep Club, my uh, poetry night, on the 28th of June. Uh, turn up, I guess. I've got a lot of um, a lot of uh, responses. And uh, I'm not going to tell you who it is because we aren't announcing it yet, but one of the headliners is in this call. Oh. So, yeah, June 28th. Uh, search uh, SBDC on Facebook. Thanks, Andy. All right, I'm just uh, scrolling through to see if anyone's face went there, just to see if they're giving it away. No, I don't fucking know. Well, we'll find out then. Yeah, thanks for coming. Um, cool. So next, we're going to go to Beth. Yay. Hi, Beth. Hi, Andy. Um, I'm going to be critical of some proposed uh, policy in a country that's not mine. <laughs> um, but if anybody else tries to police things that people can't control doing with their bodies, I'm going to be having words. <laughs> um, I'm going to give you a, a content warning for miscarriage and bleeding. It's called, If I Gave Consideration. February, and I'd be burying weeks of soiled things in the cold, dark ground with snow patrol playing on repeat so long that it slipped away and left me shivering. July, chaos, heat and boredom, a feeling of something shattering as I came in from the garden, unable to stop myself from losing grip and falling. Would you like the double dover and the doctor who didn't care? The nurse who said I wouldn't see, as if that was the only reason I was there. Please, take all this bleeding, the weeks of pain and nights of tears. Take the dropping stones of loss, the moments I knew I was alone. So take this bloody, you could, sorry, you could make it easier for women to be cared for, for men to talk as well. You could stand up for those who grieve. 
could break the cycle, but that would never do. So take this bloody form, the dirty pads and peed on test. Take the sobbing from him too. Ignore all your own emotions and make me pay a fee. And deem my body faulty. Legislate my loss. Monetize my everything. Lay more guilt on me. So someone else can see how bad it is for you. This is just a short thing that I wrote uh, from a prompt in NaPoRimo um, for all my friends north of about York. York and about north should be done. It's just called north. It is clinging to roots you're not even sure you ever had. Memories kindled under bridges or by your towers in the sun. It is flat sounds on hills and soft voices in your ear. It is her and him and them and there. It's the smell of seaweed and long roads home. It is the journey of discovery that had to shroud you in mist and throw you across an island before you got the point. It's feeling like home far away from it singing on a train and a squirrel chasing dogs to safety. A longing and belonging you cannot shift. It is the light in the photographs he sends that bring the soul of the sea to your landlocked shores. It is a yes. It is water and fire, an ambiguous road sign, a horse on a hill. The point of my compass where the needle swings true. It's the wind in my veins. It's you. Thank you, Beth. That was, yeah, thanks for that. It's good to see you again. I feel like I haven't seen you here in a while. Um, it's because it I miss. Keeps crashing, month, doesn't it? It every other month it clashes with Ben speak, which is why I won't be here in two weeks, <laughs> and right. why you never get. <laughs> why it's hard for people who come to CPCL to come to Ben speak, but um, we have got a Ben speak yeah. in two weeks. Um, if people want to know about that, we're, I'm really excited because we've got a lady called Zoe Brooks coming to do a feature set. She's another landscape poet. One of my co-pilots, my lovely co-pilot Stuart, has a book out. Um, later on in the year and she's in the same cohort of poets with the same publishing house and he was like she's really good quick we better get her while we're still on zoom <laughs> she lives in like, <laughs> Gloucestershire or something so we're gonna we're kind of um yeah we've got some maybe uh other things in the future maybe for um for uh offense speak where we'll be kind of hybrid but Serial hybrid rather than parallel hybrid because we can't really we can't really do that but we've got lots of ideas and lots and lots of exciting things happening. Awesome, yeah. Just um, if there's a link for the 
So the event just drop it in. The yeah, I will. Go, I'm going to go and find it now. I think awesome. um, best place to uh, chase is always a friend speak, is always a Facebook page because yeah. you can send a message to Stuart there um, and to get put on the newsletter list, which is the fastest way that we've got. We're really fortunate locally. Actually, we've got a huge amount happening, which is. <sighs> haven't had anything for ages and have 15 things of all together at once but well, I, will, I, I will take i will take it we're working more in partnership with our venue which is a gallery in the town which is actually really it's exciting for us for us as like real as world kind of local concern. Sort of. yeah yeah like they've got an exhibition and they've asked people to respond to it and um mm. yeah so and other stuff like that so that's that's actually really nice i'm hoping that's something that we can be doing more of Awesome. Right, okay, so I think I'm gonna go on next, I think. I don't know, I haven't read in ages. Um but I haven't printed it off, so I'm gonna have to read it from the phone. Um sold out book. Yeah. Oh no, it's not from that. Um Oh it's not from the okay. That sounded so wanky. <laughs> I was like, oh it's not from that one. It's not from that. It's this is something new. It's not no, uh, this is something new. But <laughs> yeah, sorry to sound like an absolute prick. Um, yeah. Anyway, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna read this one. Uh, it doesn't have a name because it's just a note in the form. Too much wine, yet not enough. The bottle, like an hourglass, steals away inhibitions. Robs us of moments imagined, but not yet experienced. I wonder, does it taste sweeter from your lips? You move closer, as if to offer me an answer to a question unspoken. The final drops have been spent. Closer still. One final chance. Ruby looks good on your flesh, and you know it. More wine, sir, said the waiter. And with that, our moment dies. Um, I'm trying to see if I've got anything else in there. Nah, I'm good. You know, like when you read over notes and stuff and you're like, oh, that was good when I wrote it. And then you're like, no, nah, I'm not reading that. That was great. Um, That's yeah. I also like red wine. Oh. I like that. Is it yeah, right? from Who your doesn't... lips line? That's romantic as fuck, bro. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, that's, I think that's the last thing I uh, wrote, even. Yeah, so, Pam, you're up next. <gasps> oh, my gosh. Um, I, wine teeth. I, I, drink, I drink wine on Saturdays, and I always worry about my wine teeth. Uh, I'm, so I'm writing this new... I never write long form, and I don't usually... Um, Right segment segments, but this is one long poem, broken into six movements, and um, and it's super new. Like I'm still working on it. So if anyone has any comments, please um, let me know what you think of my. <sighs> okay, uh, one. The cat stalks across the pavement, limp rabbit in his jaws. Let's tippy type the Polaroid. Another memory for the box. Photographs of time. A moment. The steep before us, there is no us. I identify as a witch. My pronouns are us and we. There are no cats to save me, all on their own stock. The memory of your shadow on pavement. Glimpses through a window, through grates. This is not great. 
my heart flopping on the sidewalk. I brought the party and the party left. Where did the party go? Empty sidewalk and music through someone else's headphones across the street, the pavement between us. I have two enemies, concrete and ground. Out to second base, double play without me running. I can't see past the sun. Blinded by your light, I melt. Two. When will the lessons stop? I am a student studying in a cold room. But who is cold? Turn off the heater because the room is empty. A room of one's own. Who is paying rent? The shutters are closed. The light is off. My candle is under a bush. Oh, no. But what if I shave, I sing, I try harder, I melt, I try, I strive, I miss, I fall, cling to this ledge with my toes, my nails, my claws, the lone wolf, the pack is left and I am starving. Where are the birds of the sky? Three, I hunt and peck for letters to say, I hate you, I love you, I miss you. Where are you now, my blue-eyed copy boy, cowboy, savior, helper? All I can think about is the party, the clinking drinks and straws, the used, the used up, the hidden gem who wants to be unearthed from six feet we never saw. As you hide behind straws and pretend, I'll tippy-type and hippity-hop along, another, ready, another rabbit ready for the slaughter. Four, the fury of a woman. They've talked about scorn and wonder why, how stupid they are hiding in pretend. Every time one disengages, they forget or wonder how this hate began. Of course they understand, but imagine it's hysterics. You push into me, I push against the world, forcing my guts in hopes of value. Will I be good enough for another or just a moist hole of ignored words? Just a moist hole of ignored words. Five. Facing the abyss over a let me start again. Facing the abyss over a pile of steamed arugula, waiting for the power to go out on my heart when my brain will forget. Tell those lungs to inflate. The radiator doesn't even turn off in the summer, but I don't believe in hell. Cling to this burning cigarette like a six-inch ledge. I'm just about to fall down. Don't bring me down. You drag me down. It's a long way down to the bottom of a bottle cliff hole. This whole thought won't land. Eating rabbit food because, you know, vitamins. I'm thinking about my health. Fuck the judges. They don't do anything. Just tell me when I'm wrong. But doobie 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 doo. I can't stop falling in trouble. Six. I'm acting the girl child so flushed. I can't tell if these are hot flashes or embarrassment. I'll never be good enough. An obsession is one-sided. I'm screaming into a telephone that doesn't work. No one knows I'm a genius but me. And the neighbors are calling and complaining, and everyone is complaining. She's so hard to work with. And do you feel sexually harassed? Where is feminism now? Can anyone see anything but the hubris and the humor and the self-seeking eking of my heart? I'm a fucking daffodil, damn it. Screaming into the fountain can make anyone look crazy, even if you're in a suit with nice shoes. My shoes are nice, but my heart face is scuffed, tummy full of humble pie. I have to stop licking boots. My power isn't in servitude, but everyone wants a good blowjob. All right. <laughs> That's this week's work. Woo. Awesome. <laughs>
I always like hearing Pam stuff. <laughs> it feels like ages since I've heard you read as well. Uh, yeah. It's just, it's all just blither blather at this point, but we'll see what happens. It's because I was reading a bunch of Bukowski stuff and I was like, oh, just let it fall out. Stop, stop working so hard to like, you know, massage every couplet or whatever. And so I'm just, bleh. and we'll see what happens. But thank you for the opportunity, everyone. I love you. Yay. So I think we're going to have a break now, I think. Uh, and then and then when we come back, we're going to do Leslie Scratch. All right. Which I've, I've, I've never hosted one before. We're so, yeah. Scratch Leslie? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Politely. Oh, Leslie. Leslie, what did you do to deserve it? <laughs> Leslie fell in the poison ivy patch again. <laughs> Well, I will um, I will play some commercials here at Mutiny Radio and unplug so that people can have like a normal conversation without the fear of San Francisco listening to your every <laughs> to your every utterance. Uh, and then we'll be back in ten minutes with Leslie Constable's cool. scratch. Would San Francisco really care what we say? Oh, I don't think I mean hey, I, you, it's free speech. I mean, we could say fuck the police for two hours if we want, but you know. <laughs> Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are you on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of mutinyradio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice. LGBTQ friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutinyradio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit face McRat. <laughs> Got the mutiny, mutiny radio. Got the mutiny, mutiny radio. Got the mutiny, mutiny radio, my friend. Got mutiny, mutiny radio. Got mutiny, mutiny radio. Got mutiny radio, my friend. You ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Well, shoot. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes. And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! <laughs> 
I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. We're hosts of <laughs> YouTube uh, with Michael Spiegelman. Follow us on podcast by with our acronym L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. We watch a full-length movie on YouTube with you, and you listen to the podcast and yeah. watch the movie at the same right. time. Yeah. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. That's every Sunday, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, or if you're Carl, 5%. Right. I'm so lazy. Three hours later, I finally get to the show, 5 p.m. Let's hear the theme song. Oh. Let's watch full-length movies. Let's do a full-minute promo. Oh, never mind. Bye. See you next time. I was just leaving the theater. Convertible 1969 gold Cadillac with a white interior. And I started to do some thinking. And I'm on the freeway and I'm having a really, really good time. Flat black classic. Just big spliffs and cruising. Saturday noon to two. On the freeway. Good and I will cut the Henry! Yeah, Charlie here. Yeah. I have a report here, Henry, from your uh, from your chief nurse, Major O'Houlihan. She makes some accusations, Henry. I, I find pretty hard to believe. Uh, the dude minds, man. Safe sex is more than just avoiding STIs and pregnancy, no matter what you're into. Make sure that you and those around you feel safe, comfortable, and are having a good time. This public service announcement is brought to you by your friends at Mutiny Radio. Hey, everybody. Listen to the Weekly Review with Roman every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. This is an unapologetically anti-capitalist program. We interview community organizers, activists, and artists. We talk about ways you can take action right now. So listen in to the Weekly Review every Friday from noon to 2 p.m. My name is Breakfast, and I'm running for Chancellor of the United States of America. For too long, we have gone without a Chancellor who is willing to take bold leaps of faith and logic to create new possibilities for our great, big, fat nation. As your Chancellor, I will balance the budget on the head of a pin, give entertaining speeches, have scandalous affairs, 
Write strongly worded letters to unpopular foreign leaders. Look good on camera. End all hunger, crime, abuse, war, disease, disasters, sadness, depression, oppression, repression, suppression, transgression, obsession, expression, impression, regression, and digression by signing pieces of paper that express my disapproval of such things. And invest in an American flag pin to be worn prominently on my stylish jackets. It's time to work together to take the country back from us and return it to ourselves. It's time to turn this country around and drive it into opposing traffic. It's time to take a chance on the Chancellor. who have an insatiable appetite for all things in life, who scream at nothing and everything at the same time, who dance till sunup, who cause the sun to set again with irreverent bow, who rival the moon with gravitational force, who leave rooms feeling empty and earthquake struck, who don't give a fuck, who make, who do, who dream out loud and laugh like maniacs, who draw shock and awe on faces graced with watching, who create from the soul of an orgasm, who swagger even alone in the shower, who fight with passion, and love with passion and our passion who catapult over cliffs in the name of revolution who would rather die than fall in line to conform who constantly challenge the norm who greet each and every day as if just born i say to you i know your greatness the way a suicide jumper knows weightless just before the impact and in fact i know it best when i say to you i love you Hello there, my friends out at Mutiny Radio. Jester Cashcock here, giving you my love and regards as well as Moofy's over there. And you know, anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Bamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10. They have a fun time at Pamtastics Deep in the Mission, where you can laugh off your tushy every Friday for a mere $10. And $10, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with, so to wipe it off for <laughs> is in duty this. And if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, don't worry, don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen Summer Cottage on the Mountain Ridge for the kayaks. <laughs> Just go to podcast.pcrcollective.org or mutinyradio.fm podcasts and look for Comedy Clubhouse with a K. You can download it for free. But we'd love to see you. I'll choose poetry, choose life. Yay! Plugging you back in. We're gonna do a scratch. Yay! And we're back in. She's got really good at sort of doctoring things, but she made some Saturday. She made some chocolate chip cookies to test a recipe that she's got to do for school to see if we can make it gluten-free and it would be okay and she was like oh we've got no vanilla so we were on zoom with my dad and my dad said try nutmeg instead holy mackerel <laughs> make nutmeg and chocolate chip cookies they were amazing Please send me 
I'll send you my address. Pro tips. <laughs> like, I'm just gonna shit Yeah, I think you've already got mine. Yeah. <laughs> but they, seriously, they were amazing. I really didn't, I really wasn't sure, like, what that would be like together. You know? They were fiery. It's incredible. I think we need one more. But yeah, so it was my birthday and it was my husband's birthday as well. Oh, so birthday. she made a cake for me. <laughs> she made a cake for my husband mm -hmm. as well. It's <laughs> just cake everywhere. Let them eat cake. <laughs> so much cake, Pam. Like a brownie and a rhubarb thing and a summing it. Oh my goodness. Everywhere. One of my buddies has a new joke about, um, it's about uh, guns, but also cake. And he says, you know, if I had four pieces of chocolate cake concealed on my person, you'd think I was a maniac. But you can have four mm -hmm. guns concealed on yourself. Anyways, it's a really funny joke he does about cake. He's like, if you went to my house and I had 300 kinds of cake in a bunker, <laughs> you would lose your mind. <laughs> So. What you need is one of those trench coats with the pockets on the inside. You open it and like, it's just a burn. All the cake. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, hey, anyone with four kinds of cake on them, I'm down. <laughs> not, not like that. Mm -hmm. the, the, the Monty Python thing with the albatross. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be the best leader in the world. <laughs> well, Standing on a fucking street corner, open my trench coat to show off all my cake. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a sponge. <laughs> Oh, it would be amazing. All right, now I'm writing a poem about selling cake on street corners. <laughs> <laughs> I could make that coat. Like, I could entirely make that coat when I'm not making, like, DM robes. <laughs> make the coat, make, make the coat, I'll make the cake. <laughs> I said coke then, I'm not that kind of dealer. <laughs> I'm just a cake dealer. There is, there is a whole, um, like, slew of, of poetry, of, of stuff about poetry as as drugs as well. Uh, my friend Matthias has one and I have uh, I have one that I wrote in response to that which is called The Morning After and then I have a a, po a, a poem about slammers called Class A as well. Oh, yeah. hmm. Andy, we're back. Cool. Uh, awesome. Let's dive into this scratch thing then, which I've never done before. Um, yeah. So I'm going to, there's Leslie now. Ira here. Hey. Hi. Hey. Yeah, I've doing? never done this before either. So um, I've got some choices about what I can choose. One is um, really raw. It's just like first draft, stream of consciousness. Um, and it's going some places and I've looked it over and it's like, oh, too much. And so I could really use help on it. I sort of like yeah. it. And so that would be helpful. It's called the marionette. And um, so the other one, um, it's more complete. Um, but again, I'm just, it's an older one. And I'm like, not sure about that. And it's called the hungry ghost. So what what would what would what uh what's the thinking second one the second one the hungry ghost i want to hear the new one yeah new stuff the new one yeah i'd be interested in hearing the, the one that you were less sure of the what the one that you thought you needed more feedback on because yeah I yes what that said, might yeah, yeah. Be more valuable yeah. to you give us your thanks one. Yeah, if that, that's what it's about. That I mean, if this the scratching is about like 
damn, I'm stuck, you know, help, you know, um, well, I, maybe I'm not stuck, but you know, it, it just, it needs, what was the thing about the nutmeg, Beth? What about the nutmeg? Well, that, that you were missing an ingredient and somebody said, Hey, we might try this instead. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, we haven't got any vanilla. And we were on Zoom with my dad, who's a much better cook than any of us, really. And we said, what could you sub for it? And he was like, vanilla, because he's a bit of a... And, um, he said nutmeg, and, and it's amazing. We'll see. I need somebody to say, add nutmeg. <laughs> 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 so how, how do we do this? I'm just sort of a real Luddite with technology. Some, sometimes I'm, I get it, and other times I'm not quite sure. So um, yeah. how, what... What do you think I should do? So Tell what me. people were doing before is they were sharing their screen, I think, okay. to show the piece as it was being read. Okay. Uh, and then they had some questions typed up as well that they were looking for, like specific feedback. But I mean, if it, if if you just want sort of general feedback, I guess we could do that as well. Or okay, specific feedback. Um. All right. Well, for people who know my work, I um. I'm I'm given to I'm sort of prone to um, repetition and a particular pattern that goes on. Uh, I think I attribute it to that I was a dancer, as a modern dancer, and so I sort of understand things in terms of a particular pattern that's being set, and then sort of riffing off of that. So, um, and sometimes I think it works pretty well and other times I'm not sure. So I could really use help with um, that tendency I have in in repetition and pattern and if it if it needs to be more tightly edited. And um, also the I idea, it's the impetus of this poem is um, I can, I can share it with you. Um, I'll share it with you. It's sort of been like grinding on me. Um, I got involved in some social justice um, uh, events and I didn't see it coming from, you know, like a mile away that um, because I had mentioned that I was an art critic and I was really tight with the black arts community and I ended up writing my master's thesis on a black artist and we were really close friends a really old guy who was born you know like World War one and this was a while back and um suddenly my saying that it was like I was whitewashing black history Ooh. that's what was said it and I ended up being called a white supremacist Whoa. Yeah, it was really heavy, and I've been really pretty quiet about it. Um, but man, back in that era, uh, these were my friends too. And back in that era, it was all about like segregation, right? Or not segregation, like it was about not about segregation. Like, like because I was white, I couldn't talk about a black man's. I couldn't, you know whatever. And, um, well, you guys can fill in, in, in the gaps, but, um, it was about unity and solidarity and celebration because 
I love the art that was being produced by these people, my friends. And uh, I was honored to um, sit, you know, hang out with, with my topic subject, Grandpa Smokey Brown, call him Grandpa, and listen to his stories and um, listen and listen and listen, tape record for a whole year. I did, devoted my life to uh, getting his story right. And then to be told that um, that I had, you know, whitewashed his life for doing that, I just I don't understand. So anyhow, this poem, like Marionette, it it just it brought up so many so many issues, and I've worked through a lot of them. And I had a, a few people working behind the scenes who knew the situation, who sort of made it all better, which is really wonderful. But um, it just bowled me over. Um, and um, yeah, it just brings up a lot of issues like who is, um, I don't take anybody's freedom away. And partly, you know, I, I don't have that kind of power. And that's part of the impetus of the, of the poem. Like I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not the person with my hand up somebody's back and, you know, and I, you know, but anyhow, so so that's the backstory. And sorry if I've dropped anything heavy on anybody. I don't intend to. I'm, you know, I'm pretty. I I rest pretty easy um, on this earth, actually. And so I, uh, yeah, I'm pretty pretty cool about shit. So I and I I just stepped in it. It was terrible. But anyhow, so if anybody could instruct me um, on how to do the screen sharing. I'd appreciate it. So first, I know I need to make you co-host. Cool. Which apparently I can't. Mm. Uh, oh, hang on, bear with. On the bottom row next to the share screen button, there's either permissions or security, and you can click enable screen sharing so everyone can do it. Why was that? Sorry. Uh, on the bottom screen. row where the share screen chat participants button is there's one, I think there's security or permissions or one of those. And in there, there'll be- Is this on laptop or on phone? Uh, laptop. Hey, I think uh, I, I, I see it. I think I can do it. Hold on a second here. Or make me a course and I can press the button for you. Okay, now I think everybody is uh, able to screen share. There we go, yeah, John's got it. Yeah, because right, John's a course still from the, the screen sharing area earlier. Okay, so now what do I- John, John knows. Well, uh, know so Leslie, <laughs> there's a there's a little button if you're on a laptop. There's a little button on the bottom row that's green that says screen share, and I think if you yeah. click that, that'll bring up a menu, and then, then you, ah. click on, you click on the the word document that you have the document that you have open, and and I think that should do it. Okay. You might have to click a couple other things, but can you, you see it? There you go. Yes. Yep. There you go. <laughs> That was so easy, John. Thank you. <laughs> All right. So do you want me to read it or what? Yeah, you please. Want to read it? All right. Again, it's sort of hot off the presses. So Marionette, you say you want your freedom, but what's the then part? And the then the what? Well, this is like all scrambled up. 
you say you want your freedom, but what's the then part? And then the what then part you have in your own freedom. You have, you already have your freedom. What's the other part of that? The saying part of you that's not talking to the being that is you apart and not speaking. There's a difference. That saying part is your mouth and your mouth and your lips, part of your mouth and the other stuff inside of your mouth, your tongue, your throat, all which is attached to your brain. Your brain is the main switchboard. You are the puppet show, the theater of your life, curtains drawn when you wake. You are the person, the one person who puts on the show. You are the puppeteer. You have all the strings drawn when you wake. You are the person, the one person who puts on the show. You are the puppeteer. You have all the strings. Sometimes it's true, like the ventriloquist dummy. It seems that what comes out of its mouth is his, not the puppet master, separate and it's got nothing to do with that person whose hand is up the dummy's back, whose arm is up his back, hand inside the mouth, working the mouth to speak for it. It seems that way sometimes, maybe it is, that hand inside there, misspelled work, in your mouth, your brain not engaged, not in action, but it is your body your mind body, and you are inside your own body experiencing the world. So my friend, if you think there's no such thing as freedom, you have turned that over. You have surrendered that to another's. Others, you're not owning. It's not part of you. You are allowing that arm up your back, that hand inside your mouth, moving your, your mouth, the thoughts of others, the beliefs of others who are not you. They're not you. They're not inside of your body. Find out who that person is inside your body. Connect all the dots of you and speak from that. Tell your mind to tell your body to go to your mouth and speak true words. Tell your mind, tell your body to tell your mind to find the true words that are your words to speak you are the show as person as one person you are the show you are the puppeteer through simp through hmm, simply ask your brain to ask your mouth to ask your body to ask your legs to connect before that before connecting ask all that to talk about it don't forget your spirit and all this, that which is you, but it is more than you, bigger than you, connected to you personally, individually, and the bigger you, because if you say you want your freedom and you don't realize that it's already there inside of you waiting for you to connect with it, then you, <laughs> something disconnected from all that, da, 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 da. It just goes on and on. Maybe we should do the hungry ghost. What do you think? Yeah, shall we do the other one? Yeah, let's do the other one. <laughs> Yeah, I have a Sorry. thing about this, though, if you want any stuff on it, and it goes back to what your original question was, because you were talking about form and structure and repetition and pattern and stuff. And I would break yeah. the prosa tree that you have in that block form, and I'd turn it into your line tropes. For example, you are the show, you are the puppeteer, and so have all those lines stand alone, and then format them so they're in the center of your page, so it looks like a puppet going down the page. Like, so it's not left and it's not right, but it's all of the lines that are taken out of here and then string them down oh. through the center and it'll look like a puppet. Because you've got these great lines in here and all the repetition about being a puppeteer and um, yeah, it just, it would just because you said you liked form and you structure repetition, it just might be a way to, to sort of 
give it a look. But right. I, I, once you get to I'm, you are the puppeteer and then all that mouth stuff at the top, it really starts to cook. And that super esoteric stuff at the top, I feel like that's sort of your ending. Like you started with it and it's super deep and totally awesome. But I think it's at the end, that part. And I would start with all that I am the puppeteer and then the mouth and the words and then all that stuff down to down to down into the that okay. I, but I was really enjoying like all of the cadence that you were doing and the and the pattern and the repetition just I would give that repetition and that pattern some form wow mm -hmm. Pam thank you but I enjoyed that I was like okay cool <laughs> yeah yeah well I I start you know I I I uh I start with something and then I I, I get revved with it and then I'm like I get in the groove and, and the repetition happens. It's just got to, it has to do something. It has to have something to do with dance, I'm sure. <laughs> like twirling or something, I don't know. Okay, well, I'll switch to uh, the Hungry Ghost. This should be pretty easy. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty fully formed. And so do I do stop share with this one then? And then start all over again? Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. What, that, that probably seems like a safe way to do it. Got it. Stop, share, go back. And here we go. All right. Can you guys see it? Yes. Cool. All right. How do I go up? Okay, I'll go up. Do you want me to read it? Cool, cool, cool. The hungry ghosts. The hungry ghosts are there on the other side of the door waiting. You mistake them for real because of your kindness. It is your kindness. Yes, how nice of you. And also your mistake. Your mistake. Be careful. Seeming in body just like you and I, appearing real, walking, talking, laughing, fucking, telling jokes, drinking their coffee, dancing right beside you, and you don't know. You mistake 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 them as real when they are nothing but nothing but not there you look into their eyes and keep going don't connect can't connect because they are not there non-existent incarnate non-corporeal corporal without substance seeking searching wanting 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 what you have hungry always unsatisfied unsatiated never full no matter how much they eat of you drink of you take of you take from you they still are wanting never full your innocence does not protect you your decency will not shield you it makes you simply better pray and even taste your morsel beware of your decent inclination towards sympathy because hungry hungry ghosts feed on this desire this above all to sup delicately upon the most decent of souls the door your door is either open or closed sad we say we shake our collective heads a pity it is so sad sad no as us all hungry ghosts make their choices to be or not to be that is the question that is always the question of any time any era any place what is the answer what is your answer i am that i want i am that i simply want always want and want and want your flesh your spirit your man your woman your children your dog even your fucking cat because i must have it must have them i must have you 
I deserve because I am me, it's me, I say, and I want, it's me, and I want, just because, just because it's them, the hungry ghost, but it's me, they say, the perpetual ever-present, it's me, Claus, it's me, and I want. Hungry mouths, never full, hungry eyes, hungry hearts, never satisfied, unsatiated, they have to have, to have, to have, to have, to have, to have. Spoiled, spoiled children, naughty, naughty children, bad eggs, bad seeds, naughty, spoiled children, rotten to the core, hungry, hungry, rotten, spoiled children, hungry, hungry ghosts to whom you can never say no because they will throw a tantrum, they will be sly, they will go behind your back, they will sneak and cheat and steal. <sighs> everything of value took you drive, leave you out take and take and still want more they are at the door your door waiting hear the knock i do and what will you do what do you do when the hungry ghosts come knocking that question is yours and yours only and only you can answer it no ducking no excuses no passing the buck they are coming right at you they are right outside your door and how do you answer the door how do you answer the question of the door your door you are the door and you are the gatekeeper you are the guardian of the gate and what is your decision what say you do you say what door uh, wrong answer there is a door my friend there's always the door and the question of the door the energetic portal don't duck it no hiding there ain't no alley alley entry there ain't no safe spot no place that is home base in this open air jungle is your door open closed open open just a bit undecided the door is slightly open if the door is open just a bit just a wee wee bit then my friends the door is open there are no half measures open or closed that's it and say just one night you say what the hey and open that door just a bit feeling good feeling strong feeling good righteous and strong yep just curious just harmless fun to go slumming just one night because you tied one on and you say hungry ghost i don't believe in no ghost hungry or not and what the hey bring it on i'm alive i'm hungry for fun for fun i'm hungry for action i ain't no ghost but i am hungry 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 give me some of that whatever it is i want some and then what what well, my friend, the then what is that? It ain't your life no more. It's theirs. Get it? No. No, you will. You will. Tag, you're it. No, Ali, Ali, in free. No more. You ain't free no more. Now you are the hungry ghost. That's how it works. Okay. Help me out, guys. <laughs> Red. <laughs> I like all the Buddhist well, overtones. Uh, there's a, there's a T mission missing in the top of the title. What's that? Uh, if you say he hungry ghost instead of the hungry ghosts. Oh, he. Yeah. Oh, thank you. There we go. I don't know how um, that. Happened. You know, I I felt that the to be or not to be kind of clashed with the rhythm of the rest of your uh, rest of your poem, and I would suggest taking that out. Um, and probably you have attended a Sigaki or Sejiki ceremony at, uh, at a Buddhist temple, the feeding of the hungry ghosts. Uh, that's where you got the idea, I'm guessing. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, and, and certainly um, you maybe have a little bit of a different uh, interpretation here, you know, the, yeah. the 
certainly at the Sajiki ceremony, you put out, uh, uh, you know, treats on the altar and right. bring, bring these creatures there whose necks are swollen so, uh, so tight they can't feed and you offer them the Dharma as well as a, as well as a tree. You know, I'm told that, you know, yeah, you have to be kind of careful with the ceremony because these maybe aren't really good spirits and, and stuff like that. But, you know, then again, you know, the hungry ghost is kind of in, 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 in all of us really. And it's, you know, one of those uh, parts of nature that's maybe not a really good one and unpleasant realm. So yeah, I don't know, I thought, I thought you captured, captured this pretty well and, you know, generally worked, worked pretty well for me. Okay, cool. I now, know where's the to be, not to be. Sorry. Oh, I know very Since little. Still... About, I know very little about Buddhism, but I still knew that there were Buddhist overtones, um, and I, I got that without any knowledge of there being a hungry ghost thingy. And and I'm I'm glad that I caught it because I even wrote down I like oh I love the the Buddhist tilt here, um, especially with um, the entitlement to being it's me I want all that ego stuff. It felt like there were some. I just, I got all the Buddhism out of it and I know very little about it. So in that way, your poem communicated like on a really, on a level where it was accessible for me. Yeah. So I dug that. Okay. okay thanks. Thank you. Thanks. Okay. I'm just trying to find out. Yeah. And it's not, it's not, uh, yeah, I, I, I was part of a Tibetan Buddhist practice for many, many years, but I just, um, and and yeah, that's that's sort of there, but it's not it's not tech it's not it's not the technical de definition of it's got no. yeah of, of of all that. It's sort of the uh, uh, on the on the street uh, version of it. Now I'll give you the backstory on on this poem too, because I uh, um, for eighteen years, and you know I still have a connection there. I've I lived in a uh, a, a beach surf town in in. Uh, in Mexico, Sayulita, Nayarit, Mexico, and uh, a lot of fun. I mean, total, total cool stuff going on, and a, a lot of really awesome people there, and uh, people who are, you know, there's a spiritual community that I'm part of there too. Full moon, new moon ceremonies, blah 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 blah. Um, however, um, night nightlife can be a real trip, especially with a lot of like tourists coming in from elsewhere, and um, so it's essentially like at night trying trying to navigate, you know, getting trying to get to know people and you know, being part of the scene and so you know, you know, be, you know, be be a, a a cool community member and uh, try to help people out because there are a lot of like new arrivals. They they don't speak Spanish. They don't know how things go. And so many of like the locals sort of tuck tuck the uh, the newbies under their wing and like try to try to help them out and um, so it's got it's got something to do with that when when it when it has and it does go awry and uh, you don't realize that that some of these people have like issues you know like Mexico you go there to like escape or you know like hey Joe you know he's gonna go down to Mexico right yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> All that stuff and that that really exists because a lot of people go and then you you know you get to know their store and it's like oh well you know um oh i lost everyone oh my gosh it looks like i lost everyone um
Um, it looks like my phone just ran out of batteries, friends. Dang it! So my phone was out of batteries this whole time. I thought it was uh, charging, and I guess it wasn't charging. That's crazy. How was my phone not charging this whole time? Dang it! Dang it! Um, sorry, everybody. That is weird and bad. So my phone ran out of batteries. Ah, I'm so sorry, everyone. Um, listen to some music. I'll try to get everybody back. Dang it, everyone. We were listening to Leslie's work, and I was getting really into it there. And my phone just dumped out of batteries. I have no idea how. I had it plugged in the whole time, and that doesn't usually happen. So big apologies, everyone. Super sorry about that. This has been Choose Poetry, Choose Life. I'm going to maybe put on um, an old one. But again, I'm really sorry. <clears throat> I thought... um. My phone's charging now, I guess. Bummer. I'm sorry, everyone. Um, huge apologies again. Well, there we go. Let's, uh, let me get an old choose poetry, choose life from maybe two weeks ago, and we can listen to the end of that. I'm so sorry, Andy Talbot. That was really fun today, though. I enjoyed the reading at the top. I thought it was really wonderful. Let's see, that was last week's, and so that was the week before. Let's do, oh my gosh, maybe I'll play the, <clears throat> from last week, the amazing Aaron Gannon and, um, and AJ, that incredible piece. Um, let's see if I can find that here. All right. This should be playing, but it's not. What is happening? The highway oh, good. Okay, I'm going to I found it. I found it. I found it. But a poem is never a, just a poem. A song is never just a song. Walk in the door. <laughs> I'm about to write a poem about that. Are you going to walk in the door right here? I got it. It's, I, I do crazy things I do in my head. I made it all up. Everything. Lost the plot, everyone. Uh, since we are listening to Mutiny Radio right now, I will let you know that tonight there is a show at Asiento on the corner of 21st and Bryant, half a block from the station here. Really, really fantastic lineup tonight. Josh Holub, Franco Tavini, John Alcabez, uh, Wyatt Frigato, and his younger brother Luke, the 12-year-old phenom. And we have headliner 
a tour with Goza Jr., so that's exciting. Also, Daniel Lewis, incredibly, incredibly funny guy, great writer. People always say that to you, and they're just like, what, what, is he not funny? He's fucking funny. He's hilarious. I'll do something. Tonight's uh, show is actually Christy Bonna and Isaiah Castillo and who else? And there's a show tomorrow at Bart Dolores. Too many shows. Um, but I really want to get to um, what was two weeks ago, and it was the Cougar, and um, it's so good. You're just one, you're one of the guys. That's why, you know, you're not like a lady or whatever. Give off a serious mom. Cougar watches the road. Cougar can tell she knows Interstate 40, this runaway lady. It's a dazzle of dust, a mangled blood crumble Route 66. This desert's crown is a dusty noose no one's head can carry. And to Hatchapi, her speed made all the cagers angry. Drive blinded, stiff-backed, Dogging into gales. Those boys hate biker chicks. Kuga thinks you know Interstate 40, runaway lady. Hungry, half-beaten, shaking wind from Albuquerque. The highway holds outlaw massacres, native legends all turning tricks. This desert's crown is a dusty noose. No one's head can carry. Cougar welcomes runaway lady. You know the Interstate 40. And the dirt welcomes her. It is the old Route 66, and because you are... The firmament arches over her. Shithouse proud in the deepest way. Warm and steadfast in Ragtown. Satisfied to feel the ancient humming. There are six shooters. Rising from the earth, alive in New Mexico. Siding they will squint through dust. You did it. Does she hear her name ring out? You did it. The gloat warms your belly. You got away. Cougar's name rings out. Cougar. Cougar monitors the situation at the gas station. Methamphetamine is not your fault. Cougar had a wild daughter, ran long. The rotting teeth are unattractive. Now this girl on her metal horse. Even to you, you pull the bike, the woman alone, into the gas station. You cannot tell where are her people, whether it's open. You have not, her smell is distant, sweet, stop singing since Tonopah. They won't hear her. You keep having to tell yourself she's already giving. That methamphetamine is not your fault. Too much away. What are you singing? She is too hardy. 
He's Philip anyways. Cougar will try to protect her. Cougar encourages a robbery. The pumps are too old. Cougar lingers at the metal horse. For credit card transactions. She sees a heart has twined many. You fill the tank. Strings and visions to the machine. Stroll to the whistling. Running, crying, laughing, staying. At board building. Always singing, always singing. You don't take your helmet off. This one is alive. Your entrance kicks up the dust. Cougar's tail wraps through the wheels. It dances in the sunshine. Spokes swish swishing, she can wait. And it bores the daylights. To spray the tailpipes till they are cool. Out of anyone who enters. Marking it for direction and protection. There are two men half asleep. Cougar overtakes her easily. In the station, a man with the pores. Through the creaking door in this sad shop. W.C. Fields sits next to the counter. With a rusty bow, the bill is 1364. Reading the newspaper. Cougar knows these men. This one. He takes no notice. Waits for someone like Runaway Lady. Younger man, unsightly. This one waits for anything. From weather and drugs. But would prefer nothing. You swing your wallet. Cougar lifts her front paws to the counter. At the end of its chain. And executes a great yawn tongue. Up to the counter. It is the done thing. Nothing but a hawker for the fang. I think I'm on pump one. Can I get some steps tomorrow? To swirl the air, the molecules dance. Cougar smells stale urine perfume, man. And you know everyone can feel it. Man and their perfume, oh, they are. But they do not look. They do not answer. Sweating from heat, hormones, porn mags. Excuse me. Hello. I think I'm on pump one. Cougar hears the blade of impatience. I'd like to buy some cigarettes. The snapped synapses in a coward's brain. Excuse me. Hello. I think I'm... Cougar reaches out again. Miha, that stankified dust you're breathing comes from an alternate universe. These fools exist in a separate womb. I'm on pump one, and I need some goddamn... In an angry, amniotic fluid bubble, Cougar places her paw on Runaway Lady's hand. They both feel texture, pressure, slight and soft. Smokes! That's your job, isn't it? Fuck out of here. 
fuck these two assholes. Just fuck these two assholes. <laughs> the queen of the lizard lounge. If you owned a bar, you would so paint your picture. Kruger bounds through the door as runaway lady opens it. On the wall opposite where everyone entered. It's you, baby. Yeah, I know. Sorry, it's... Okay. <laughs> Cougar has been in the Lizard Lounge before, and she smiled. Replete with evil, slithering, an ex-groupie. The bitch living here put a painting of herself in You're positive, and who wouldn't buy a shithouse bar? Fifty-year-old woman. Unnaturally red hair, blonde streaks. In a shithole town, and then sit and wait. Down to her hourglass ass, covered in green scales, a massive tail. And who was to know that meth would destroy? Twisting behind her, erecting itself amongst reptilian barked trees. Everything. You contemplate this unusual proclamation. Queening over the night in the painting and presumably the bar. You look for a ring that might be kissed, a declaration of queendom. On her face, her wrinkles so visible as to have been painted intentionally. Her thin, screwed-up smile stiffens your veins. So smug, smug, smug. Cougar knows there is no fun. And her glowing blue eyeshadow doesn't match her scales. At the Lizard Lounge when its queen is about. There are so many ghosts in here. You think all... Cougar remembers the people she trapped into the walls by painting them into... The tables are busy, but silent. Painted ghosts in the walls. Booths as customers in happy poses. A glass of wine half-lifted here. Damned if she doesn't look like she is the only fish. Half a pile of mashed potatoes on a plate there, and always big steaks. In a dried-up pond, and the happier for it. On their way to the Grand Canyon, her smiling cracker barrel friend. But that is just the beginning. She is jealous of her subjects as they succumb to her misery. Because the cactus soup was fabulous. Trouble brews, Cougar waits. As to be expected, the waitress is so keen. Cougar only watches people snort lines. That you liked the cactus soup. She and thinks she should come. I'm oh, sorry. And 
And she can't help it if that's what... She thinks you should come. People come here for. Runaway Lady is... To some party they're having. Not the sort who refuses anything. After the show tonight. But where? Cougar has a feeling the night might... Should you crash? Be a long one. What with the cactus soup? It's all good and fine to shine. Now the waitresses are making... The Maybelline her way. Mischief. They have no intention. You see her scheming, but you cannot intuit. Of inviting some strange biker chick. This. She points out the window. Out on the town except to drag her down. Cougar knows that not far down that line they'll expose themselves as screaming in their own... To a hotel attached to the restaurant? Special brand of bitchery. The powwow in? Seem friendly, but they are two-faced putas. Cougar knows this from living. Excellente. There. Ring around to come carry. Ashes, ashes, we all line. You don't bother moving your bike, and it's a good thing. Have you lost your man? It looks closed, the door's locked, all the glass. All children, you might tell them. Is mirrored, and the sky so heavily trafficked with clouds. Good to have a sympathetic story. All you can see in them is the sun and yourself. Eyes puffy. Words get around about everything. Face red, smile lines deep from the helmet. And words do not get buried or blow away. Mushing your face together. No cars drive by. Words we don't use every day hide between. Is your helmet on the cracked sidewalk? Cracks in the pavement and in other dimensions. Visor your hands to the glass. There are people. My mother taught me to use them with care. Inside, moving, you knock, you yell, you are loud. Yeah. You feel foolish and embarrassed, denied, erased. Yeah. Your shouted hellos sway in the air around your head. Don't you see they don't have the words? The dry desert wind does not whip them away. For you behind those doors. Back in the lizard lounge. Circling around the lives that have been. You seek out your scheming waitress. Planted or stuck here is tiresome. Their spirals. Unsure whether the entire exercise. Make them numb, eventually immobile. The routines. Was like a deliberate humiliation? The painted. Speed cannot cure such desperation. People continue eating and drinking. You. Travelers come through and they weave webs. Think you hear chatter now and see. 
psychic speed traps. Do you have a bench warrant? Lizard Queen scales grow a glistening. They will throw you in jail or your kindness. Whispering as Matilda, the waitress, she says, as you stifle a cackle. Weakness, ticketable offense to the living dead. Tells you that the party will be at the Palomino Hotel. These humans do not want you. And a room there. You know this means that. To treat them like humans, it hurts, you know? Most likely, meth heads are involved. They are starving. You break bread with them. But you like the horse reference, so you mount. At your own peril. It is not a logic thing. Your steed and you hope you make it before. It is the nonsense of the slowly being painted. Cactus soup really kicks in. Go to the motel. You will see me there. Lucid waking dreaming means visions. You expect there will be warmish Tecate. You also expect several shirtless, tatted up boys and wife beaters who will almost be cocky enough to ask if they can ride the bike. One alpha male who may or wait, who may or may not have served overseas and is quiet watches you knowingly. You will end up in a corner with him, philosophizing. He will be Lizard Queen's ex or current lover. You don't know why you are bothering, except you're tripping now and would really rather avoid the paranoia. This entire thought process makes you laugh, but it doesn't matter because the doors open at the motel and the cleaning cart looks abandoned. As you stand in the doorway, helmet in hand, you know you've been had. You should be relieved, but feel violated. Despair, alienation. You are not invited to the party you weren't even sure you wanted to go to. But why the chicanery? It's a backhanded attack, surely. It's either swords. Hugo waits across the street. Drawn behind or no one even sees you? You are being. Bathing, light, dying. Told to go die in the pasture. There is a park. Good teachers always know. Across the street. It seems like an excellent place to cry. When the student will heed. Excellente. That soup was fabulous. No warning. Bitch Goddess Lilith and Stevie Nicks's eyeshadow. You are marked once a man beats you. Uga lays down beside Runaway Lady. You sob into the dirt and dry brush. He closes her own eyes. The pain simmers. Your guts twist, eyeballs pushing out of your eyelids. 
between them generates a metallic... Though you want to curl up into a ball. Purple armor she feels as the girl stretches. You decide to splay yourself out, arms and legs. Her limbs feel how the pain is dissolving. Wide as possible, if they come for you. Crow's pellet to a poison in. They can fucking come, whosoever they may be. Her bloodstream like the cactus poison. You laugh at this melodrama through the tears. It is thicker than her blood. But you know you are making the right decision. Her sluggish, it overtakes her brain. The giggling feels good, but very, very angry. Spinning in its clarity. Miha, your blood is medicine now. Fill your lungs. You cannot take too deep a breath, nor too long an exhale. Fill yourself. There is an energy that is not yours. She reaches her paw out once more. Its pads. You have felt its touch before, and you do now. Lay softly in her splayed palm. I need help. I am your friend. I'm kind of tripping. You are also in pain. This is another drug. You're right, except it feels more like anger now. It's best to let it ride. You know this, and not to fight it, but you are so angry you are glowing. It's mixing with me, and it's making a dome around us. You should look at it. It's pretty damn cool. Wow. It looks like Stevie Nicks' eyeshadow. Yes, yes, it does. You reach up and your fingers graze through the gentle haze with a feathery resistance. That is our medicine mixing. Who are you? Without either of our intention. You were at the gas station and the restaurant. I was there. You needed a friend. What is wrong with this town? They're painted on. That drug turns people into fucking cartoons. They warp themselves to the walls or mangle themselves into bushes to get away. I am marked with a scarlet A for abuse. You are alive, so they cannot see you. Everyone can tell. The men think. This is not the first time for you. I am fair game for more of the same. Nor is it about you. And the women think themselves superior. Women who generate light bring... Either way, I have to resign myself. Exposure to all that no one wishes to see. A lifetime of threats and condescending orders. It is a matter of keeping secrets. And ignorant advice? I scared people before. You are alive. You are alive. You are alive. I really scare them now. One thousand years ago, they would have killed you. You feel the earth breathing and the dome. Cougar reveals herself. Of the sky is close 
some stars nearer than others, and begins to purr softly. The tears burn, but they feel good. You open your eyes. You know you must feel the pain. And slowly focus to see your new friend. I'm feeling it now with you. We are using it. A beautiful cougar. Her eyes full of, her ears full of fluffy white fur. Can you feel how I use it? Remember this. Cheeky pink nose and whiskers vibrating with her fur. Remember Stevie Nicks' eyeshadow. You reach for her and she moves her head closer. Will help protect you and read people. She is soft, leans into your touch. You can keep your heart as you have it. This makes you cry harder as you have not had. You have worked so hard. Such affectionate contact. To keep it bright and full and brave. With another being in yours. You don't need to die. You stare at the stars through tears and Stevie Nicks' eyeshadow. You see Lilith. Yes, bitch goddess Lilith ran off into the woods. Mia, yes, we are here to be kind. Wild, virgin, uncontrolled. There is no original sin. And help, and most people will want. And I am only one of many outsiders. More than you can give them and they will hate you. That have come before. But you're not Jesus. You are Lilith, as am I. And we are allowed to choose who we save. She is rising now in the sky. And we answer only to ourselves. We answer only to ourselves. Cougar flexes her claws. The dude came into your consciousness somewhere around Bakersfield, of course. He was in the karaoke bar when you sang Emmy Lou's Two More Bottles of Wine. He was two bar stools down from you, but didn't once look, though the bar was rather empty. You'd seen him in his red pickup truck for gas stations for 1,000 miles. You even stayed at the same motel in Ash Fork, Arizona. He made no comment as you autographed your band's CD for the owner during checkout. Standing in the same parking lot, smoking cigarettes, you saw only a hairy eyeball that quickly looked away when you turned your face towards him. If you overtook him on the road he made, damn sure that didn't last very long. Within seconds, he'd be riding up your ass instead of just passing to let you know you were not going fast enough for him. A girl on a motorcycle is a challenge to the masculinity of many a man, but especially the men in red pickup trucks. And now, here he is, casting a shadow over you in the morning sun. You are chilly, but have been made languid by glorious dreams involving some faceless future lover, gallant and kissing, excellente. You roll over and you cannot see your new friend. Cougar had been awake. But you feel her presence, baited. You think you can sense her. 
and watch the dude. Ail twitching? Annoyed? Which it appears the dude is as well. Circling runaway lady's motorcycle, he even... Why are you sleeping on the ground like a bum? He spits at you. Rip the handlebars and... I thought you were some kind of big shot rock star. Worked the gear shift levers. You are not sure what you're supposed to say to this, you know? She was surprised he didn't. Freeze, flight, fawn, or flight. And you're not about to fawn. And Sit fight- on it, but he did shift it around. And fighting gives the same.